Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It is six minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we are glad you're here today. Thank you for joining us. You can also follow along on YouTube. All you have to do is type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar, and there we are. You can also hear all of the bumper music that Kevin selects every day. If you go to Spotify, just seek out Kendall and Casey and follow that playlist. All right, we're going to get in into what a bunch of scumbags and dirt balls these uh, Indiana legislators are in just a second. Uh, but first, mm-hmm. we do have to let everybody know, breaking news, happy birthday, Valvet, yeah. is making a comeback nice. thanks to you, mm-hmm. the Kendall and Casey audience. Bal harvesting mm-hmm. is in full effect, as we told you it would be. Uh, very rough day on the Biden madness for happy birthday, Valvet, against you know the thing. Right. However, in the past hour, we have seen a big uptick over at Hammer and Nigel on Twitter, pinned right at the top for Happy Birthday Velvet. So during this segment, if you could please just take 30 seconds, go over to at Hammer and Nigel on Twitter, mm-hmm. and at the top of the pin, vote for Happy Birthday Velvet. Velvet deserves to cut the nets down in the Biden madness. However, Velvet's name is Andrea Waters King. <laughs> Doesn't sound anything like Velvet, but when you're Joe Biden, that's what you say. Absolutely. Okay, so if you, again, could do that for us, we appreciate it. All right, Casey, we've got to talk about what the uh, Indiana Republicans Mm -hmm. have done. And I know you normally lead the segment, but since I'm just rolling, are you all right if I just rip-roar on this? Go for it. You're going to talk about Senate Bill 106, written by Senator Jim Buck of Kokomo. Okay, so of course, Jim Buck has been there since the earth was young. He's one. Of, I love the fact that Indy Star had an article on this uh, as it was making its way through the legislature. Um a month ago and they have the photo of Jim Buck who's the author of this bill uh by the way I love the photo they used behind him is Brent Waltz who I believe is now in federal prison or went to federal prison uh right behind him but but Jim Buck this is from 2012 this is a long and he was aged then Mm -hmm. this is how long these people have been there and what they do is they protect themselves that's what we talk about how they don't care at all about you and they protect themselves and that's exactly what they did here think about what's going on no help for you on property taxes no solution to this there maybe we'll give you something at the end of april we'll get to it when we get to it but they had a million and a half dollars for raises for the house members well hey Mm -hmm. sailed that bad boy right through take fifteen hundred dollars of your money well we'll give you two hundred dollars of it back hey how about help with the record gas tax nah nothing for you there The legislature has now passed a bill written by this guy, Jim Buck, who's Mm -hmm. a senator who has been there since the earth was young, (laughs) which will ban the city of Westfield Mm -hmm. from imposing uh, term limits on their mayor and their legislator. So keep in mind, all the time you hear from these Republicans about, well, these career politicians, they're just out of control. These people who have been there forever, they're ruining society. Westfield 
on their own, mm-hmm. unprompted, said, hey, in our little community, yep. which doesn't affect anyone but us, and if you don't like it, you don't have to live there, we would like to raise our hands as Republicans and say, cool, we're going to do term limits. And you know what happened? Jim Buck and the Indiana Republican Party and the Indiana General Assembly practically tore a hamstring <laughs> sailing that bill through the General Assembly and sprinted it over to Holcomb's desk. They're doing nothing for you on the property taxes. We might get to that in April, but when it comes to protecting ourselves, and that's why they did it, Casey, because they know if it starts in Westfield, other people will begin demanding it. And if other people begin demanding it, they'll demand it from them. These career politicians like Jim Buck couldn't possibly couldn't possibly have that happen so they made damn sure that the bill that bans the term limits got right to the governor's desk so let me make sure i understand this correctly last year in westfield they had a bill and it said term limits yes and then jim buck said no 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 no, no. we don't like that idea right. That's so correct. he wrote a bill opposing the term limit bill yeah so basically what he said is We're not going to allow you as a community to dictate how you elect your local officials. We, as the Indiana General Assembly, Mm -hmm. will have total autonomy and control over that. So by this standard, you could extrapolate that to what what if the General Assembly then says, well, we don't like uh, who you're electing and how you're electing them and when you're electing them. So we're going to change that. I mean, where does it end? The city of Westfield simply said the lawmakers should be totally applauded for this. They should be a big pat on the back. They are actually doing, and this is what we talk about, how the Indiana Republicans take the party platform, the ideals of what it's supposed to be to be a Republican, and they just take a giant whiz on it on a daily basis. (laughs) Because right here, they did the thing. Westfield, of their own volition, Mm -hmm. no pushing, no prodding, they said, you know what? We want to make sure that there aren't career politicians it, running our city. And where did Jim Buck and the Indiana Republican Party draw their line in the sand? Where did they stand up and say, we will not allow this to happen? It wasn't protecting your ability to stay in your home. It wasn't protecting your ability to put gas in your car. It was over one community mm-hmm. saying, we're going to do the right thing, which is impose term limits mm-hmm. to make sure people don't, like Jim Buck, spend their entire lives in public office. Okay, so they did this in Westfield, and Jim Buck is in Kokomo. doesn't even affect him. Well, no, but it's I think that's in his technically in his district. But you're right. You're right. It's not even the community in which he lives. Uh, it doesn't. These people are the worst, Casey. And again, I know nothing's going to change because at the end of the day, people are going to walk in when they vote and they're going to go, yeah, this sucks, but we can't have a Democrat in there. And they're going to cowardly press the button for the Republicans. But at least we have a platform to tell you what just horrendous, terrible, self-absorbed human beings you have representing you down at 200 West Washington. Because the only reason they did this was to protect themselves. Exactly. They knew yeah. that if Westfield was allowed to do it, mm-hmm. then other communities would start looking at this and saying, you know what, that's a pretty good idea. We should do this. And eventually, someone would look at the Indiana General Assembly and go, why aren't you guys doing this too? And would start putting pressure on them to have term limits. And if you are a career political person like Jim Buck, who needs to be in that, I mean, it's pathetic, right? I mean, he was agent in the photo from 2012. And he's still there. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Shouldn't local people be able to decide what works in their community? 
And if that city wants term limits, that they should be able to do that. And and that would get more people involved and bring new voices and new ideas and new ways of thinking more consistently. Jim, absolutely, Casey. Absolutely, they should. The community should be able to say, and they're doing the thing that Republicans claim to want. They're doing the exact thing that Republicans claim to want. By the way, you want to know how long Jim Buck has been in public office, Casey? And these are the people, and this is why they're fighting it. By the way, Jim Buck is 77 years old. Go home. Get a life. (laughs) Uh, He was elected to the Indiana General Assembly as a House member in 1994. I was 10 years old, Casey. Wow. I am almost 40 years old now. That's how long this guy Mm -hmm. has been in public office. He was in the uh, House for 14 years. And then after that, he said, well, that's not enough power, enough time. I need to go over to the Senate Mm -hmm. and do as little as possible over there. This is just... This should just enrage everyone because this is what these guys do. They name sandwiches, they fight over nicknames, they give themselves massive raises, and they choke off to ensure that they never, ever have to lose their power. Jim Buck and those Republicans should be totally ashamed of themselves, but they are shameless people. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 18 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 317-684-8444. That is our phone number with your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever you'd like to contribute. Rob is more than willing to uh, edit through all those phone calls. Absolutely. I love them. And uh, (laughs) we are going to do, yesterday you had an epic rant on Drew Barrymore. Mm Mm-hmm getting on bended knee and placating that man who is masquerading as a woman. Yeah, Dylan Dylan Mulvaney is his name. People just loved how you were standing up for the women. Before we get to that, I want to again mm-hmm. let everybody know Operation Bal Harvesting in full effect. <laughs> Valvet is closing. We have picked up five percentage points since the show began. Uh, this would be the greatest comeback in Biden madness history. If yeah. you head over to Hammer and Nigel, at Hammer and Nigel on Twitter, you can just cast your vote for Happy Birthday Valvet in the Biden Madness Challenge. We, this is a Cinderella story in the making. Well, we were we were getting smoked when the day began, but mm-hmm. thanks to this show, mm-hmm. Valvet is giving <laughs> you know the thing a run for its money now. I, I love her name is not Valvet. No, no, her name is Andrea Waters King. And so we are going to do everything in our power, as I had told you all week long. Bal harvesting would mm-hmm. commence mm-hmm. the day of the show during the vote and and the audience so we are like those clerks there in uh, Detroit the briefcases uh, full of of votes they're not going to start counting until later anyway So you get in there and you vote right now. Just go to Hammer and Nigel's Twitter page. It's right there on top. 
you may despise me, and that's fine. But if you care about Casey at all, you got to go vote for <laughs> Valvet over there at Hammer and Nigel. Um, okay, so uh, as we said yesterday, you had an incredible rant, uh, standing up for women, what it means to be a woman, how mm-hmm. insulting it is that Drew Barrymore got on bended knee to placate and applaud this man who is mm-hmm. dressing up as a woman. Yeah, and a lot of phone calls about that. We're just going to rip roar through them if that's all right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Hey, Robin Casey, calling from Seymour, Indiana. You guys need to play that clip of Casey from today's show as much as you can. That was perfect. Have a great day, guys. God bless. All right, next. Hey, guys. Uh, Trucker Greg, just wanted to say hi to you guys. I'm heading up to St. Paul, Michigan. Um, Casey, I really, really enjoyed your speech this morning. I mean, that just, it's like I would love to have a record of that, a recording of that to uh, play to all these uh, tree huggers out there. And I hope the language isn't that bad, but, you know, I, I need to, uh, I need to let my wife listen to that podcast because I think she feels the same way, but she really couldn't put it into words like you did. And it was just, I couldn't, you know, I, I just don't think anybody could have said it better. So anyway, I just want to say that uh, that that was awesome what you did, what you said. Uh- wow, that was really nice. Yeah. And I did put that on my Twitter page, and I believe you retweeted it, Casey Daniels three one seven, Rob M Kendall on Twitter. So if you do want to get a copy of that, a lot of people ask me who wrote that, and there were people saying that Hammer must have written. No, that that came from me, my personal experience, just things that as a woman uh, celebrating nineteen thousand four hundred nine days as a woman. Things that I've, uh, you know, experienced or had to deal with. And somebody else had commented that uh, I was demonizing women who have not had children. No, that was not the point at all, because I mentioned other things in there uh, that happen to women who have not given birth as well. Um, Something that a lot of women go through, menstruation, menopause, these sort of things. So it wasn't strictly about women giving birth. It was just about an experience of the nature of being a woman when you have the two X chromosomes. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next, Kev? Just want to express my gratitude to Casey about her taking up for the women when uh, Jill Biden gives the award to a transgender. And also today she's talking about, well, this girl's on a roll, Rob. You know, she stays with you for a long time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, about uh, the the sex education that we got from her today. <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't know. I didn't know what all a woman goes through. My wife never told me that stuff. I never learned that stuff, and I don't know if the kids actually learn that in school either. You know. So uh, good job, Casey. You know, one of the things that I. Thank you. I hope this segment, and I, I know you know it, but it shows you, and, and I know it was last week when you talked about Jill Biden giving that award on Women's Day to a man, mm-hmm. is that people are so looking for someone to stand up for them. Mm-hmm. And we have the platform to do it, and it's pathetic that it has to be us because our lawmakers will not do it. Our lawmakers just flat out refuse 
to be the voice that these people need. So they have to get it from the radio station. You know what's really interesting, Rob, is after we got off the air, I went back into our office and Terry Stacy and I yeah. were talking uh-huh. and she listened to it and she was, you know, she was bravo and good job and I'm proud of you. And she said, you know, 20 years ago when she was on the air, she said breast one time and they said, oh, you cannot say that, Terry. <laughs> and she commented that she would have never used the word menopause ever. Yeah. And I don't understand that. That I mean, it's a natural biological process that women go through. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be scared of. It's not taboo. It shouldn't be because it's what happens to us. And the fact that this Dylan Mulvaney is saying, I'm celebrating 365 days as a woman. No, you're not. When you're sitting here saying, normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges, and that's okay. No, they don't. All right, Kev, what's next? Hello, fans of the show calling. Wow, Casey is on fire today, Thursday the 16th. Uh, I hate to coin a phrase, but boom, baby. You go, girl. Um, You speak for... Every woman ever I was ever born. Um, I don't have anything more to say. Wow! 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 She's on fire. We love it. All right, one more before we go to break. It has a message for Casey concerning the man celebrating being a woman. Casey, you are absolutely right, and that uh, speech you gave was awesome. Thank you very much for expressing the outright awesomeness that is Casey. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Those were some really, really fan, fantastic phone calls that made me feel good about yeah, you should. sharing all of that. You should. And so many people are just really fed up and sick of this radical left-wing lunacy that they're trying to make normal and that's it's not but, don't don't call but think about a dude th- with a bulge a woman yeah but think about he's not but, th- but again casey it's it, it's easy for us to talk about the left and they're a big part of this but the right is not standing up to them look at what the uh, the indiana senate just did with a bill that simply said hey parents get their parent their kid until they're an adult and you can't steal a child away from a parent because they will not go along with their 14-year-old saying they want to go from a man to a woman and transitioning. And the Republicans in the Senate, I mean, Jim Buck and, and Rod Bray couldn't sprint that term limit bill to Holcomb fast enough. Mm-hmm. But when it came to actually protecting parents' rights to parents their ki- parent their kids, wish you the best. Mm-hmm. So it's it while the lunacy is born out of the left, it is not being fought or counteracted on the right. And that's why people are so passionate and excited that you're saying the stuff because they're not getting it from their elected people. They're not getting it from the people that we actually count on. And I was really, really happy and proud that you did that yesterday. Well, you know what? And I'm grateful that, and somebody even commented, Rob, that you you let me say it. Oh, I always do. And you didn't interject and you didn't say something sarcastic um, because it's it's time that we have real honest conversations uh, about what is the truth and truly what is a woman. And as one, like 
I mentioned, who's been one for over 19,000 days. Yeah, I know what, what a real woman is. Okay, that's enough of the nice phone calls. People are really mad at me as usual, oh, no. so they uh, want to... Uh, <laughs> the old... I, get, I get the love, you get the hate, that's fine with me. <laughs> we'll get to those. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Valvet with the comeback. <laughs> is she catching up? So when we started the show today, yeah. happy birthday, Valvet. It was a rough night last night in the Hammer and Nigel Biden madness. It was down a, an astonishing 61 to 39. Wow. But now I'm pleased to report, thanks to our audience, mm-hmm. in what will be, thanks to bowel harvesting, mm-hmm. as we promised would happen. It's a comeback! All week long, it is now an astonishing 53-47, so we are closing the gap. You can help us right mm-hmm. now. Head over to at Hammer and Nigel. Vote for Happy Birthday Velvet <laughs> in the in the uh, Biden Biden madness. By the way, let's give everybody a reminder of what we're playing for here. This very fabulous clip of in which Joe Biden is singing Happy Birthday to Martin Luther King III's wife, and her name is Andrea Waters King, which is nowhere near Velvet, <laughs> but he either forgets or can't pronounce her name or just who knows with Biden. He may have forgot where he was at, period. And he starts out so strong. Yeah. Happy birthday! You people have to vote for this because how could we not want to keep Happy Birthday <laughs> Velvet in the Biden Madness Tournament? Go. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing Happy Birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Oh, no. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Velvet. Happy birthday to you. Uh, you got it. You got to go vote. We got to bow harvest Velvet right to the semifinals. <laughs> That's your president. Good morning. It is 1033 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. All right. So we did all the nice phone calls last segment. Everybody very excited about Casey and her rant standing up for women yesterday as they absolutely <laughs> should have been. And then we got to the, uh, well, the more traditional phone calls oh. where... People, uh, you know, just aren't as nearly Did you say kind. something? Well, this this is a really an interesting phone call because it's about Trump and DeSantis. Okay. And I just want to play the guy's call and then without any pretext, and then let's get into it. All right, go. I'd like to wish you guys, you know, the best. Show's awesome. But I was just wondering, uh, with all this, you know, hubbub about everybody loving DeSantis so much, why do you guys not support Trump? I mean, if we're going to go all the way down the road of what's going to happen since it's so far away, the way you guys keep saying it. I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody's going to stray off the, the, the Trump train. I mean, even if you think DeSantis is a better option, at the end of the day, you got too many people that just aren't going to change. They're not going to vote for him. It's not because he's a bad candidate. He's got all the great traits, but it, just no name recognition. You know, he's just not not the number one guy. I mean, you got Trump. Why do you want DeSantis? I think, I think sometimes people call with the Trump-DeSantis stuff just because they, they just want to be obnoxious. Stir the pot just a little sure, bit. Sure, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. a great segment. It, we're going to do it for the next 12 months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into it. I don't have any... Well, I do have problems with Trump, but it's not that I don't... I'm anti-Trump or never Trump or whatever. It's just he's had his chance. He had his chance and he couldn't seal the deal. 
and then he had a midterm election where his candidates, and we don't count Greg Pence or Jim Banks' endorsements as wins because they weren't running against anyone. He wasn't able to close in the overwhelming majority of these House and Senate races. Mm -hmm. Oz was his guy. Mm Mm-hmm. There would be a Republican senator right now if Trump had stayed out of Pennsylvania and the traditional Republican had won. Now, does that make America better? No. Would that guy probably have been a colossal failure? Probably. He was endorsed, I think, by the Bushes. But the point is, still would have been better than Fetterman, probably. Where, where is Fetterman, by the way? Good question, Casey. Yeah. But that's how unlikable the Trump-endorsed candidate was. Uh, Laxalt in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Failed. Mm-hmm. Masters in Arizona. Failed. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, you could look at the guy in Wisconsin, one, Ron Johnson, stereo salesman from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, probably more for his <laughs> incredible performance there than anything else, did win in a close race. Uh, you did have J.D. Uh, Vance mm-hmm. win in Ohio, who dramatically underperformed other Republicans but won. Herschel Walker lost in Georgia. The Republican governor won there. So, look, I'm not in the tank for Republicans. Everybody knows that. I mean, most of these people would have been total zeros once they got in there. But if your desire is to elect Republicans, not just as the president, but on these down-ballot races, Trump, for whatever reason it is, and they can't all be voter fraud. In a place like Pennsylvania where there's mass mail-in unaccountable voting, yeah, there's a serious problem with that. But how did Ron Johnson, stereo salesman, win in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a as a swing state. They, they, there are these areas where where Republicans were still winning, but Trump is not winning. He's not resonating for whatever reason you want to say that it is. But if your argument is, well, it's just voter fraud, so it doesn't matter anyway, well, then why are you even voting, period? I want to believe that a Republican can still win. And if that, the right, let me rephrase that. I want to believe we live in a world where the right Republican can still win. Ron DeSantis proved in a swing state he not only could win he could win big and lift other people mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. unless we're just going to throw in the towel as a republic and say well they've won it and it's all cheating and so we're not even going to participate anymore mm-hmm. then why wouldn't you want to put the best possible person who has the best governing record trump is not a conservative trump the stuff trump did during covid is egregious the printing of the money the bribing of the states to shut down, the pressing of the jab. Trump did tons of totally egregious stuff during COVID that Ron DeSantis is the poster child. Of the exact opposite. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, you know, and, and I was there in Florida being governed by Ron DeSantis when the pandemic hit and his handling of the pandemic, in my mind, was was much better than, well, definitely better than what we had here in Indiana, definitely better than what was going on in Michigan, but how he's uh, railing against the woke culture, what he does with Disney, the Parental Rights Act, the financial literacy bill that he put in place in Florida for high schoolers. It's a lot of common sense stuff, and I think he's doing a good job. And on the other side, yeah, Trump does some good stuff, but he's got a ton of baggage as well, and he just can't seem to learn from his own mistakes. I just wish he would be able to do that. If he could do that, yeah, maybe I'd lean a little bit more towards Trump. And what's the problem with the spirited primary? You yeah. should you should absolutely want Trump and DeSantis to go at it. So whoever comes out of there is going to be completely battle-tested mm-hmm. by the time they take on Biden or whoever the Democrat 
might be. And here's what I think a major difference is. I will absolutely vote for Donald Trump if he's the Republican nominee. I, I, I fear what the result will be, but I will absolutely, absolutely vote for him. I'm not sure that the Trump people, if DeSantis beats Trump fair and square, They'll vote for DeSantis. are going to dis- extend in. the same grace. And that sucks because Ron DeSantis is not Jeb Bush. He's not Chris Christie. Mm-hmm. He's been a reliable, consistent conservative. And the Trump, the hardcore Trump voter who right now is Trump above all else, better really begin to think through the process of checking themselves because Ron DeSantis has earned the right to be considered as a candidate. And if he wins fair and square, mm-hmm. would you really be willing to sabotage the country mm-hmm. to hold out because Trump didn't get it if indeed DeSantis wins on the, and everything's on the up and up? Yeah, it would be really nice for the country to be able to put all of this Biden-Trump nonsense behind us. Yeah and kind of clean slate. Let's clear the table and move forward with a conservative who can actually get the job done and the country going in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, Earlier in the program, we had uh, Nick Sturgeon, who's running for Speedway Town Council Mm -hmm. on, talking about that incredible drama with the- Yeah, the hotel. Yeah, so if you missed the segment, go back and listen to the podcast. There's this half-finished hotel in Speedway. Right across from the raceway. Oh, it's an incredible eyesore. And then the Speedway government, because the- developer was unable to finish it had proposed giving two and a half million dollars to the developer to finish the hotel in terms of a loan and that was controversial in and of itself but then according to fox 59 there was an issue with the company and and uh, apparent payment they had to make back to the sec SEC. Mm -hmm. and so now that's put everything on hold i mean it's just a total train wreck in the town of speedway and people are really upset about it. Somebody called about that. Hi, kids. This is Walter. I have an idea about that hotel in Speedway. Why not have the public contribute? And everybody that contributes money to this hotel gets first dibs on staying there for the race. How about that? Love the show. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> double king bed or or double queen beds right. and nice uh, suite there. Yeah, yeah and, and, and it's <laughs> it comes back to what is the role of government? Because we're not talking about a tax abatement, which mm-hmm. those are controversial too, but at least that is a benefit. But people are, it's not other people's money going out. It's money, it is taxes that are phased in. We're talking about real money going out to this project. Mm-hmm which clearly must have some sort of issue securing the financing based on why they're coming to the government. And those people really do have a right to be concerned, but they're between a rock and a hard place because that is a colossal eyesore right next to the world's largest single-day sporting event mm-hmm. that is the showcase. I mean, Speedway is technically... It's a high-value property. It's, it's its own town, but it is considered part of... Indi- I mean, it is... You think of it as Indianapolis, mm-hmm. right? So it's an eyesore for the city as a collective. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, one more call. It is St. Patrick's Day. Of course, Casey half-assing it by wearing her hat instead of actually wearing green. Uh, Kev, who is Irish, wearing the all green. I don't buy into any of this bullcrap. Kendall not wearing any green. Yeah, because it's a made-up thing, and so uh, I'm not participating. Uh, Somebody called with a St. Patrick's Day message. Remember this. 
drink what you wish, drink your label. But if you drink with the hammer and the Nigel, you'll be under the table. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. Was, was that a leprechaun? <laughs> that was amazing. I don't know, but it was really good, and I had to play it. Wow. Well, uh, uh, Hammer joins us. He had an incredible day betting the tournament yesterday. <laughs> we'll get an update on if the— I hope he didn't bet on Virginia. Uh, I think he bet on all the right things yesterday. It was okay, one of the good. great betting days. We'll get an update on the miraculous potential Valvet comeback <laughs> at the Biden Madness. That is next. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. 1049, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and may God hold you in the palm of his hand and not squeeze too tightly. Hammer joins us in the studio. Very festive looking today. I'm in a great mood. Good. It's Friday, it's St. Patrick's Day, and I am a one-man flamethrower when it comes to gambling right now. You have bet a perfect bracket so far. Now, when you say that... Let's not get it twisted. I'm not betting every single game. No, but every bet you've made has has won so far. I was 4-0 on the play-in games, yeah. and yesterday we had a perfect card of 6-0. So I'm rolling, man, I, which I, means if the gambling gods you know, take care of things, I'll miss every single game today. I mean, he is so rich <laughs> that when we were walking in the studio, he mm-hmm. dropped a $20 bill, looked at me, and said, you might want to pick that up. <laughs> this means more to you yeah. than it does me. I know, Rob, you'll need this. I'm sure you I dove do. for it, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and started growling at the person next to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good day yesterday. We had a perfect card, yeah. and again, that's not normal. Yeah. Let me make that perfectly clear. And I, all of these are individual bets for me, because I've seen people on uh, Twitter say, I parlayed all that together. Well, that's awesome, and I'm glad you won, because we didn't miss any yesterday. But do not parlay six, seven games together. That's a bad idea. Oh, We're going to have your buddy, the cash man, coming up at 1130. He's going to talk about some bets Mm -hmm. today. Uh, Anything you'd like to give out? I know you occasionally do that. If not, that's fine, too. So, USC... and Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, this is an early game. First half unders in the first round have been good to me. Yep. So we're going to take the under in that one. That's my favorite one on the board today. Because keep in mind, body clock wise, this yeah. is like a nine o'clock tip off for the kids from USC because mm-hmm. they're playing out on the East Coast. So I like the under in that. And individually, Trace Jackson Davis over 22 and a half points tonight against Kent State. And you are adamant, and you say this all the time. You know, your, your co host, Nigel, is a sucker for these. Do not parlay do not parlay parlays are sucker bets i did just a two-team money line yesterday do no more than two teams uh but yeah people on twitter thank you i turned 10 bucks into 400 yesterday you're welcome but don't do that yeah you don't really deserve the money if you do something that (laughs) stupid uh speaking of incredible things that are happening i don't know if you've noticed but happy birthday valvet is staging (laughs) an incredible comeback thanks to our bowel harvesting here on the uh, kendall and casey show on the hammer and nigel biden madness it's just like the 2020 election with georgia yeah you go to sleep and you think everything's in the bag Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you wake up the next day what the hell's going on out here yeah (laughs) remember yesterday you were sent me a smart ass text you were sent me the Rocky guy throw in the damn towel and I said it's fine you have to wait until the bowel harvesting takes place mm-hmm. on the Kendall and Casey We're show. We're hard today yeah. too. I've heard that so let's reset the field for somebody that may just be tuning in. Okay. The two clips that are going head to head. The first one is the defending champion 
of the last time we did this tournament. Number one seed. Number one seed. It's never really had a close contest. It's kind of the 76 Hoosiers mm. of all Biden <laughs> yep. madness. This is when Joe Biden was trying to recite the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. <laughs> you know the thing. Wiped out the first field of Biden madness a couple years ago, yeah. which I think was a tougher field. Yeah, it's it's like having Lou Alcindor at UCLA on your team. It is like <laughs> Bill Walton. Who's going to stop this guy? And along came Happy Birthday Velvet and gave a giant crotch shot to Lou Alcindor. It's like Butler making that run in the NCAA yeah. championship tournament. You're a Gordon Hayward shot away from being able to shock the world. The only thing that might be able to take down You Know the Thing is on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, <laughs> talking to Martin Luther King III's wife, Andrea, <laughs> singing happy birthday, here's your president. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Her name is Andrea. Yeah. Every time, every single time, it makes me laugh. And I love, my favorite part is when he gets that high register. Happy birthday, dear Velvet. Oh. It makes the velvet tail yeah. even better once he hits that high berth. Yeah. yeah, there's so much enthusiasm. You know, look in my house, my wife he has- starts out strong, <laughs> Destiny, we are singing this song. It's the whole thing. It's just the yeah. compilation. He's so emphatic. You know, look here in my house, we have this rule. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this. And he gets right to the crescendo. Mul- and he pulls a Mulva. <laughs> you don't know my name, do you? Uh, Mulva? <laughs> so uh, Purdue IU, I mean, Purdue obviously should win tonight. And I- you know what? I- I'll admit, I'm not the biggest Purdue fan in the world, but hey. I was telling Casey this before the break. <laughs> I hope they beat Fairleigh Dickinson by like 50. Because their coach was getting mouthy the other night. Yeah, but I want to see Todd Meyer's face on Monday when <laughs> Purdue loses to a 16 seed. No. Uh, what's coming up this afternoon? Oh, man, we're going to have a lot of fun this afternoon. So we got the shocking conclusion of Biden Madness. St. Patrick's Day stuff. We got Green Beer coming in studio. Top stories of the day. We're going to have a good show. Jam packed. Thank you, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Oh, no, 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 no.